Okay, welcome to Unleash World. How can you bring purpose to your work? This is very much an experiment. It's our first Twitter Spaces. Um, we're going to be talking about our event, which is upcoming on 12th and 13th of October at the Paris Convention Centre. I'm here with Kate Gray, my co-host. Kate, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. My mic wasn't on, but we're here. We're live. Woohoo! Nice. Yes. Good to have everybody here. We're going to be talking. We're going to be basically giving everyone an overview of the event, what's coming up, uh, what's very exciting uh, about the uh, the event. It's our second event back after the big uh, global pandemic, which obviously changed everything. Some things for the better. Events are back. We did event, an event in Vegas, 25th, 26th of May. It went really, really well. And we're really looking forward to this event in Paris. So, Kate, first off, uh, tell us, give us an overview of what's coming up at Unleashed World. Not everything, that's a little bit of an ask, but um, just the basics of the event happening on the 12th, 13th of October. Well, where to start? I think the main theme of the event is uh, it's really important to sort of um, focus on that, I think, from the top. So um, our CEO talks about people, passion, and above all, purpose. Um, and I think arguably HR has kind of kept the lights on uh, in a lot of organisations over the last few years. Um, and so it's sort of never had greater purpose in the world of work than it does now. And And those wheels of change continue to turn continuously so the purpose of HR from yeah, keeping the lights on two years ago to now navigating that you know so-called return to work or return to office what does hybrid look like how do you keep the culture going and for if your staff are remote um, how do you create that great employee experience how do you retain people it's a tough labor market how do you hire people yeah blah 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 but yeah I could go on and on and on the challenges are writ large on the people front and so I think that purpose piece uh, for HR has never been truer so that's what we're trying to get to um, as an overall theme um, so yeah I don't know if you want to talk if you don't don't know if you want me to talk through some of the speakers um, and that kind of thing yeah I think so I think um, we're sort of swing things up a little bit for this event in that we've got quite a few keynotes we've got a very packed uh, main stage which is going to be broadly themed around the future of work. Uh, we're having Peter Hinson returning. It's kind of a two-parter. I, I have to talk about Peter Hinson first just because I've never seen him speak. I was blown away by his, uh, his, his talk in Las Vegas. Don't get put off by the fact that he goes through 300 plus, maybe 350 plus slides in his talk, and he's doing kind of part two of this. You won't even notice them happening, will you, Kate? No, his delivery is amazing. So, I mean, I kept saying to people in, in Vegas, just wait, just wait, just wait. Um, and, you know, some people might say, oh, well, you know, I've seen Peter Hinson at um, uh, events, you know, at uh, niche events before. Yes, you have. Um, and there is a reason why we've invited back uh, some friends um, of the family, as it were, and that's because it's our 10th birthday. Uh, so we are... Um, you know, inviting some of the best of the best uh, back on stage, of which Peter is obviously uh, obviously one. Um, in um, Vegas, he talked about uh, the Phoenix um, organisation, and now he's talking about uh, reinventing uh, through crisis. Um, and, he, you know, he sort of says himself, uh, you know, we've witnessed all this heroism um, in the last two years from HR, um, but how do we rethink now sort of culture, 
uh, the platforms and systems we're using, but also the structures and hierarchies uh, that we've had for so long. You know, it's hard to overturn over a century of a certain working model. Um, and it, it, it can't be underestimated how much of a challenge that is for HR. Um, so, yeah, the audience always have to strap themselves in uh, for, for Peter's session. But, yeah, seeing is believing somebody whipped through uh, that many slides and graphics um, in such a short amount of time. And, uh, yeah, but it's always great to have, have him on stage um, and back with us. And then we've got people, other returning um, favourites like Costas Marquides. Obviously, a lot of people looking ahead on the economic uh, side of things now so he's joining us on main um, again he's he's uh, spoken for us um, before so I think there's never been a better time uh, to sort of reflect on the economy um, and he's talking about continuous disruption and how do you plan for that how do you organize for that obviously pretty difficult um, and then we've got um, new faces um, on uh, the main stage as well so people like uh, Hannah Fryer talking about um, culture. So uh, she's, uh, Han uh, ha yeah, Hannah Fryer, sorry, is the mathematician. Uh, sorry, so what data can and can't tell us about ourselves. Um, obviously, I think from a people perspective, data is sometimes the last frontier, uh, but it's also a bit of a key uh, to unlocking the door on a lot of the challenges um, that we have. Um, then we've got Erin Mayer talking uh, about culture. We've got futurist Gary Bowles um, and, so, and then Chief Heart Officer uh, Claude Silver of Vayner Media, who uh, is a contributor for Unleash, uh, so that you work with a lot, John. Uh, and she's yes. talking about bringing humanity back into the workplace. So we've got sort of these these big, you know, superstar-y kind of keynote names. And then we've also got uh, sort of CHROs um, to a level that we've we've never had before. Uh, so from the likes of um, Danone and Estee Lauder um, and Nestle, really talking about the, the challenges that they've faced in the last couple of years um, and how they're overcoming them. So traveling through time, the work telescope, uh, for example, uh, life work balance, work from anywhere. So some of these real challenges that organisations are facing at the moment um, and basically a bit of inside track on how some of the uh, the biggest and most successful brands in the world are tackling them. Thanks, Kate. Yes, um, just before we carry on, hello to uh, Dan, hello to Ali. You may well be uh, joining me as co-host in future episodes. Or BJ and Kirsty as well. Uh, so... Uh, the audience is growing as we speak. But yeah, I'm particularly fascinated by Hannah Fry, actually, as a, as a previous uh, math student, um, albeit a failed one. I did enjoy it. Um, I'm very interested to see what she uh, has to say and how kind of data can link in with HR. Obviously, people analytics, data really is, you know, essential to everything in our world, really, isn't it, Kate? Yeah, I mean, we're a million, hundred percent. And I think it's, it's really easy to... <clears throat> Not overlook it, but maybe downplay it. Um, I think it, it is uh, it is the thing. And you know, I mean, I I, I had a meeting yesterday with um, uh, people analytics uh, platform supplier uh, who should remain nameless. But you know what they're doing and what the insights that they can provide is it's not just about the data and dashboards it's about the insights that that gives a business in order to make really important decisions in a timely way so 
you know, if the labour market kind of improves, if the economy slows down, you know, that's going to impact your hiring decisions. If your churn slows down, then that's going to impact, you know, how you tackle um, recruitment, for example. So there's all of these things, there's all of these knobs and levers that HR can can pull um, at different times. And having the right data and being able to understand the impact of that data to make those decisions uh, either just across the HR function or in conjunction with the C-suite is immensely immensely powerful um and yeah and she has a great way of making maths very accessible as somebody who was never a student of maths and never would be <laughs> oh, how, how dare you fascinating it was <laughs> but um yeah i mean we've erin meyer as well she was someone who's um who was mentioned this week on another podcast i was talking on professor of management practice in seattle i think i'm pronouncing that right uh, we've got a real spectrum of uh, of keynotes um from like you say Estee lauder axel london business school costas marquides i'll be interviewing him very soon david wilson as well uh, from fosway to give that analyst angle and something we're also doing uh, this year at unleash world is there's going to be a whole stage of influencers and analysts as well um so we're really covering all the content pillars, as we call them, uh, on Beach.ai and more, I think. Yeah, and I, and I think the um, the great thing about the influencers uh, stage and uh, the product announcement stages are there in the free expo, right? So you don't have to have uh, a conference ticket, pay for conference ticket to be able to come and see some of these great names. So, you know, to have the, the opportunity to see somebody like a Holger Mueller of Constellation Research or um, Daniel Thornley, uh, the economist who's graced our main stage before, you know, some of these uh, great names are going to be on our influencer stage free in the expo so i expect to see a big crowd around that and lots and lots of buzz uh we've also got um we're moving away from we're disrupting our own model a little bit uh in the past we've always had product demo stages and anybody who's been to a hr tech or learning tech uh conference will you know will have sat through some of these demos and they're great but our thinking is that really you can either go and have a one-to-one -one session on uh, a sponsor's booth if you if you want to see something, or better yet, just make the connection and have the demo after the event, you know, where it's a bit quieter, you can have it tailored to you. Um, and so what we're trying to do with um, the product stages is have... Um, you know, the like more thought leadership content and announcements like what's coming, what's new, where are they investing in their roadmap? So it's less about sort of watching a demo and understanding more the trends, the general uh, travel and some really, really exciting new products um, being launched by some of our uh, vendors um, at the event as well. And they're all uh, part of the expo, too. So, yeah, a really great mix um, of content there. And then we also have alongside all of this is our is our breakout stages. Yeah, plenty more to say on those. Just to, I mean, the, the, the HR tech angle is absolutely crucial, uh, all the data, all the analytics. Um, but it means nothing without the, uh, the themes that we talked about at the beginning, the main one being purpose. Now, a few questions down here. Don't expect you to answer them right now. Um, but <laughs> one of them was... Uh, well, why do we do what we do and what is HR's part in this? I think a lot of the talks we're going to be hearing, are, you know, from the keynote certainly is, is how 
we kind of navigated, we hear different companies and how they've navigated the last couple of years and how it's changed how they approach work, how, what HR's part is in this and how that's changed as well. So I think that's going to be really fascinating, not least, um, as you mentioned before, Claude Silver, who's one of our columnists. I'm really excited to see her on stage, well, meet her for the first time. In fact, we've been working together for a few months. Um, she publishes uh, a monthly column for us, uh, which is great. And it's going to be really interesting to see how she brings that kind of empath empathic, empathetic flavour to um, HR, really, I think. Um, the other one is about ESG and how we can have a wider positive impact. I think that's also going to be something that is on a lot of people's agendas. Um, and we have a stage devoted to, well, to a lot of that as well. Yeah, and I, I mean, a lot of the um, themes uh, like um, ESG, so, you know, and sort of things D&I, sustainability, uh, some of these are, rather than being pulled out on separate stages, they're woven into the fabric of the agenda very deliberately. Um, and then, yes, we do have in terms of uh, the breakout stages, I can whip through them all. Uh, but things like WorkZen, uh, for example, um, has, its, has its own stage um, because it's obviously just a potentially massive area um, and then there's all the sort of usual suspects that people can see in terms of breakouts thinking um, you know things that you would associate with Unleash so HR tech stage recruitment stage learning and skills um, and that is where you can sort of hear stories from the front line um, of how different organizations are tackling uh, all of the challenges that we've talked about. <laughs> 